Hey, Jacob. Yeah? We got to tell the listeners about Beerez Coffee Company. Oh, their coffee for gamers by game. That's them. 100% free trade Colombian coffee brewed right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida. You know, that sounds perfect for all night gaming sessions, no matter what kind of gamer you are. Video games, tabletop, card games, B-Res has what you need to keep sharp. They got all kinds of flavors to choose from, like good for gaming light roast, or my favorite, the Necro Medium. You know, I like a good dark roast, like critical gaming dark. You can even add flavors to your coffee, like iCast Fireball, which is a fireball whiskey flavor. Yeah, and if you can't decide what you want, then just try out their specialty sample pack. Look, whatever your coffee of choice is, they've got you covered. Head on over to brezcoffeeco.com and use the code OMPODCAST at checkout for 10% off of your order. Hey, Rocky, I shit my pants. Again? Oh, it's the Open Micros Podcast, and... It is brought to you by that dirty, filthy motherfucker, BJ DeBlow. He knows exactly what he did, and he would have started his own podcast, but he's too chicken shit. And if you like Jay, but think he's too good looking, try the Jester's Court, hosted by Jay's fat twin, Mike Evelyn, found wherever podcasts can be downloaded. And when I asked Jay and Reynolds what he wanted his ad read to be for the show, he said, roast me raw, daddy. His words, not mine. So I'm going to say, J.N. Reynolds might not be very funny, but at least he makes up for it with how he looks. J.N. looks like his bedroom is stacked at a ceiling with anime porn. Here we go. <laughs> It is time for the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig. And let's not let's not just hold off. Without further ado, man, we've got a great guest for you guys tonight. He's a local comic who has been doing comedy for years and has worked with big names such as Eddie Griffin. It is none other than Jeremy Kirkland. How you doing today, bud? Doing pretty good, man. Glad to be here. He's uh, He's driving around town right now trying to find some chicken nuggets. Spicy kind. Spicy. Spicy nuggets. But you said you were looking for flowers. Why? What do you need flowers for? Um, um, does anybody have a mom? Y'all got a mom? Yeah. Uh, I got a mom. You got a mom? <laughs> I was going to get my mom some. And they normally have them at this little, like, grocery store. This little local grocery store. But they don't have any. Not one rose petal. Not a dandelion nothing so yeah well i think they all probably sold out at valentine's day that's what i'm thinking but man valentine's day was a while ago look if the if the hotel clerks have gotten through valentine's day then i think we should all gather around and get through it too no here's what you do stop off at what at the closest cemetery they got flowers all over the place in there just go Take whatever you want. <laughs> the classic shit is mine. I'm, 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 I'm complicating all that. So what is it? Is it your I mean, mom's birthday or something? No, it's just Wednesday. Oh. You and buy your like mom flowers for Wednesday? You're a good son. Like $9. You got to do that. 
Now, if it was twenty nine dollars, then I just get her like a smoothie or something. <laughs> nine dollars, I I can cover that. I'm broke, man. I'm broke, man. I know the feeling. I don't know the last time I got my mom a gift for Wednesday. Missing out, bro. <laughs> is that a thing? Is this a cultural divide? Is this is this one of those things that no one talks about that's different about us? <laughs> well, when it when it comes to who loves moms more, uh, you, you kind of got to get at to us. We we kind of yeah. love our mom. We fucking love our mom. <laughs> that yeah, that's I true. Know. I I think I yelled at my mom yesterday for not making me pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys might take the cake on that one. <laughs> That's why I can't complain. Uh, when my mom pisses me off, I can't complain to Jacob about it because he, he'll like start plotting how to kill her and stuff. I'm like, whoa, bro, hold up, man. Wait a minute. To be mom. fair, that's that's what I do with a lot of my problems. <laughs> it's just like you gotta, you know, got a problem with this guy. Let's let's work it out. <laughs> It got too but, quiet uh, after I said that. Um, oh, I was I was thinking of uh, did you did you plot this about? Um, no, never mind. I, I never mind. I had a brain fart. I had a fart fart. Oh yeah. 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 Your mom did bring you a uh, king cake last night, Jacob, for your birthday. My mom did bring me king cake last night to the show. For and birthday. you still yelled at her for pizza rolls after she brings you king cake. Dude, if I don't get my pizza rolls, it's a sight to see. <laughs> you better believe Daddy needs his pizza rolls. But um, let's talk about you a little bit, Jeremy. I, w- I want you, because, you know, everyone on the local comedy scene knows you, but a lot of our viewers pro- are probably meeting you for the first time. So tell us about, like, your crowning achievements as a comedian. Like, I mentioned the Eddie Griffin show earlier. Like, tell us a little bit about like the, the cool stuff that you've been able to do as a comic. Uh, the cool, one of the coolest things is a lot of people uh, are very, very familiar with this comedian. He's a, he's a local legend. His name is comedian Toulouse. I'm not sure if you guys have heard him, oh, yeah. but mm-hmm. he's like a legend. Toulouse is hilarious. I've opened up for him at a very immature and young age in comedy. That was really, really cool. And then the, and the Eddie Griffin thing was amazing. I think um, I think everybody should get a chance to see him perform live. This guy smoked a whole pack of cigarettes on stage. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> talk about letting off admissions. And this guy was this guy probably killed three people. That was that was great. The I want to say the crowning achievement is weird because I was in junior college and they had they they had this corny knockoff. Um, version of American Idol. Remember that remember that show where people bared they sold and got sent home? <laughs> the the uh they had their equivalent of it, but it was called uh MGCC Got Talent. Yeah. And I won it. Uh I beat out a ukulele player. She sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I uh no lie, I when I was in junior college, I was in the same talent show and, and i did not get even third place like i i think i got uh, last like they don't tell you who gets uh, last but i'm pretty sure i got last 
Wow. So you beat a ukulele yeah. player? I think I beat up a u- ukulele player once. <laughs> you probably uh, you probably have. I've, I've heard things. You probably have. Uh, <laughs> I have a strategy. Like I went last. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I went. I, I went, went first last. when I did it. Oh yeah. Yep. And so, like, they see me, and then everyone comes in, and there's like this pretty girl who sings really good, and I'm like, oh, yeah. well, I can't compete with either of those things. And then there's this one yeah. like weird anime girl who was a dancer, but like she had like unshaved armpits and hairy legs. Oh my! And I was God. like, surely no one's into this, but she got third place. Ooh, third place is uh, hmm. third place is like. Eh. So what do you win? You know, I'm, what, what do you win at the at the MGC? You, you win monetary prizes. Like what? Like yeah. third place was fifty bucks. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, what was did you get, Jeremy? Some, some bitch who sung the national anthem got third place. <laughs> <laughs> what did and What did you get for winning first place? I got like a two hundred dollar like voucher to the bookstore. So I was like able to go. I was able to go into the bookstore and ball out, like without Sally Mae, like hanging over my shoulder, checking to see what I buy. That's awesome. I yeah, no. With with us, they just gave away like actual cash, which is infinitely more valuable. It, it is. It is. It, it. But see, I bought a bunch of beef jerky, so I I, I think that's the equivalent of <laughs> actual cash. They had some good beef jerky in the uh, in the bookstore. You remember? Yeah. No, they did. Yeah. To be to be fair, that's what I would have done if I had won real money was just get beef jerky with it, anyways. Just cut out the middleman and just just have the first prize just be like two hundred pounds of beef jerky. Right. Let's let's cut. Let's let's go ahead and get right to it. <laughs> the, 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 I remember the ukulele player acting for Xanax bars. It was like, nah, we can't. We don't do Xanax bars. Got talent. Ah, ukulele. I want that. Yeah, it's very sad. Uh, you mentioned too is earlier. He actually was on our podcast and he bought drugs I on heard. our show. Yeah. yeah, I heard. I went back and watched it. I, 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 he's. A, I mean, I don't have to tell you, he's hilarious. That guy is yeah. hilarious. That guy's hilarious. He and he, he also tied me in comedy. He he actually. He was the one who christened me, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I had never met a comedian that wasn't, you know, not working. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he was he was a working comedian, so it was different. And very cool, very funny. I, I think I if 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 any of you is watching, I get a lot of my inspiration from that one comedian. Um, they're a very observational kind of comedy. They're very funny. That's awesome, man. He also, it wasn't even Black History Month when we talked to him, I don't think. Uh, oh, and he, and he, um, he also did our show from his car. And, and really? yeah, and he, he bought drugs like on our show. He just pulled up to somebody and it was just like, hold on, real quick, guys. And then made an exchange. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think the next time Mo Alexander comes on the on the show, he's gonna have to do it from his car. That way, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, okay. So I was making a joke, 
but don't say that every black guy that comes on our show has to do it from their car, okay? That's a little far. I was heading there. I was going. I'm doing it. I'm really doing it for protection. Just in case I get pulled over, I got witnesses, I got people watching. My hands. Just be like, we got two white boys on the Zoom. Let me go. Yeah, let me let me go. Please. That's why I need my dog with me, man. Damn, I should have had my dog with me. Oh, tell tell everyone about your dog. Please. My dog is he's a ten pound Yorkie. But he's white as snow. Very adorable, very cute. His name is Orlando, like Florida. Very, very cool dog. He turns me into a pillar in the white community. <laughs> I skip, I skip white trash. I skip, you know, I skip the Mormons. I go right into a pillar in the Caucasian community when I have my dog and when I have my dog only. I got pulled over the other day, man, the fucking, the officer gets up to the door, my dog starts licking all over, man, it's just, it, it went from a, 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 probably another police shooting to, hey, man, slow it down a little bit, man, nice dog, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's keeping me, this is how you end police brutality, get you a cute puppy and ride around with it. It'll save your life. Yeah, that that that's actually a good idea. If you're if you're a black man out there, not only could we cut down on police violence, but we could actually do good in the humane societies across America exactly. by adopting out all these dogs that need to be adopted. But exactly. not. But you have to get the cute dog though. We talked about this one night. You exactly have to get dog, the cute not dog. The pugs. We don't fuck with the pugs or the Frenchies. Sorry to the pug and Frenchie community. But man, that's an ugly dog. Oh, that's a, wow. And you don't want to get a big dog either, like a like a big like Doberman pincher, like a scary looking dog. No. No. No, you're gonna get shot. You're gonna get shot. Yeah. No, just just get a little toy poodle to ride around with because no one's gonna do crimes with a poodle in their yeah. car. No. That's only in movies. Right. Adopt a dog, save two lives. Yeah. Right. That should be our slogan. Dude, that's the new thing. We just solved police brutality right here just on like the show. That. Get you a white get you a white puppy and and do the speed limit for one. Sometimes <laughs> they don't let you, sometimes they don't just let you go. No, it, what you do is if you're speeding, you tell them that your dog really had to go. And you you're like, look, we gotta go, she's gotta go. You know, we got to get to get to grass. <laughs> the Caucasian insight is very, very lucrative on the show. I like this. Yeah. 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 See, we know how to handle police. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the last time I came to encounter with police, I don't know if y'all heard, but I yeah. got like, I got detained at the, 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 uh, the, uh, what's the name of that place, Jacob? Um, um, something judgment, poor judgment, poor yeah. judgment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's in Long Beach, which is like the racist town you can be in, right? Uh, it's on <laughs> Jeff Davis Avenue. Like, come on, like <laughs> that, he, he, <laughs> that is not where you want to be if you're a black man. Jeff Davis exactly. Avenue. Oh my god. Oh my, and you free too? Oh my shit, you might get. Oh my god. I got detained, and it wasn't because I was black. It wasn't because. I was, um, you know, doing something illegal. It was because my white friends 
came to protect me. And they were just cussing out the police. And kids was out there cussing out the police. You know, she took like two law classes on DeVry. So she's like certified lawyer. She was, she's, she's watched like every episode of SBCU. She's cussing at the police. It's other people. So they detain my black ass. Because you got a mob of white people. <laughs> arguing with the police so you can see the vein coming out of the neck. Like, it was, it was, they, they took up for me. It was, I felt like Michael Mack. Have you guys, have you, any, either of you ever had a gun, a gun drawn on you by police? Have you ever had that? No. That question aimed towards me because of, of, of course I've had a gun. Because I was going to say, I have too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It was a it was a case of mistaken identity, but yeah, I've had gun drawn on me before. Oh man, that was the scariest shit I've ever been through. So I I can I I feel for you like that. That's what black guys go through every day. I don't like no, that's not cool because that was some scary shit. Mistaken identity. They they the cops they always. Mistaken my identity. They think they they think I'm my cousin. They think I'm my uncle. They think I'm my brother. They they're always mistaken me. <laughs> well, tell yeah. your brother and your cousin to stop doing shit. <laughs> yeah, stop doing shit. If you rob another Waffle House, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> what um what did you get a gun drawn on you for, Jeremy? I, I, I bullshit you not. I bullshit you not. Cause I'm black. I, 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 okay. I, I, I really believe that we were on um we were on Robert E. Lee Avenue. Uh, <laughs> Good Lord, man! <laughs> Stay away from streets Stop. named after. Uh, just take the highway, Jerry. Yeah, just take yeah. Highway ninety wherever you go. I leave, man. Got it. Got it. Hanging out on Robert E. Lee Avenue, man. That's 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 a bad place to be, man. <laughs> Um, my, my last encounter with a policeman, and I, I believe that this happened because we were white. Um, he pulled us over and I was, uh, riding with somebody who had an expired tag and Mm. no insurance. Mm, That person uh, sounds black. Uh, they were white, thankfully. (laughs) Oh, okay. And, And the cop pulled us over and he was just like... Yeah, I mean, I'm supposed to impound your vehicle, but um, you guys say you're going somewhere, so have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking thanks, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've never told a cop thanks. <laughs> I, I told him, thank you so much, because I was very oh scared. Because he was one right. of those cops. He was like, like one of the ones that are on the interstate that walk up with like a bulletproof vest on already. As so I was like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah, I got out of a ticket. Time I compliment a cop is when he when he compliment. Only time I say thank you to a cop is when he compliments my puppy. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I got out of a ticket once because uh, when my nephew was little, I used to keep a picture of him. Like when he was a baby, I kept a picture of him in my dashboard, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ran a stop a stoplight once and got pulled over. And a cop pulls me over. He walks up to the window and uh, asks for my license and everything. Goes back to the car. Of course, it takes like 10, 15 minutes. Comes back up and he goes, uh, man, I don't know what you got going on today. I know you're distracted, but uh, just think about that little boy right there and uh, 
try to be more careful from now on. Hands me my shit and walks off. I was like, uh, okay, yeah. thank you. So that's another thing. Get a, get a picture of a cute little baby and keep it in your yeah. dashboard. Get a, get a picture of a little white kid. Yeah, get a picture of a little white kid. <laughs> yeah, not a jigaboo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Get a this gives me an idea. I should just like start taking pictures of like kids from my work and then just have like 11 kids on my dashboard. So the cops pull me over like, holy shit, this guy has a lot going on. <laughs> Are you Catholic? What's wrong here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or then you're going to be like, sir, you need to come with us. I don't think these kids are yours. <laughs> I don't think these kids are yours because there's like two or three black kids there. There's a Hispanic kid. I don't think these are yours. <laughs> hey, I don't discriminate, man. <laughs> is this a wish list? What is this? <laughs> oh, that's horrible. I, when I, get, I, I get pulled over and I, I have my license, registration, and insurance card all like paper clips together like it's, it's all one motion like i go i say i say whoop and whoop right to him here you go and my hands are like this the whole time your, your arms ever get numb from having your hands like this on your steel wheel that's uh, the blood circulation on your wrist yeah you do that no <laughs> Wait, you so just have a little clip right outside your window where you just <laughs> have your <laughs> yeah. license ever just automatically just hanging out the window right there Hey, if I do that, then I'm uppity, right? I can't do that, right? I can't, I can't, <laughs> can't be uppity. <laughs> uh, uppity. Man, that went places. <laughs> right. It went it's good. February. It's, it's February. It's, it's Black History Month, and I, we probably needed to have that conversation. Your listeners probably was wondering, how do I not get shot by the police? And we just saw that poem. We probably saved some fucking lives tonight. We did. Do, we, do we have like a trumpet sound in the background we can play. Uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll put our intern on that, and uh, if he doesn't do it, Got he's it. fired. Um, dude, since since we're kind of on this topic, anyways, a question I had written down to ask you, Jeremy, because this actually got asked to me the other night after a show like by a white guy and I just didn't know how to respond because like I don't want to have this conversation with you but he asked me if I thought black people were inherently funnier than white people I want to know <laughs> what you think so when it comes to inherently uh, the only thing inherently I think we have as far as like an advantage is nothing to do with comedy uh, I, I, I will say this I mean, and, and you guys can probably, but you know, comedy is who's who. Right. You know, comedy is who's who. If I get up and tell a knock-knock joke in his lane, nobody's going to laugh. If, you know, if Bob Saget, rest in peace, tells a knock-knock joke, everybody's going to die laughing. Now, is it, does it have something to do with the skin color? A little bit. But uh, it seems to me that I don't know, man. When a white comic comes to the the urban room, mm -hmm. their voice is just, you know, it's, it's, it's what the crowd wants to hear, but they want that voice to say certain things, you know. 
and vice versa. When I go to the juke joint or to these different places, I I get a chance to actually like I can be blacker than I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. I probably <laughs> I you know I I don't I inherently I don't know, man, because it's a lot of funny white people, man. It's a lot yeah. of funny white people. It just has a yeah. lot to do. I count, I count Jewish as white people too. They're funny too. <laughs> I think it has a lot to do with the, the like the way it, it not just like uh, when I say like the way you look, but not not like skin color, but like the way somebody's sh- like face is shaped and like the, the right. facial uh, expressions uh, expressions yeah. is a lot to do with it because there are some people that aren't really that funny, but they look funny and that Rodney makes them that like elevates their their. Right. Comedy, yeah. Bruce Lee called it kinetic. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta be water. You gotta yeah. be hot dog water. Some people are hot dog water. Some people are, you know, purel. <laughs> on stage, you know, on stage. But for the most part, all of the the white comics I've, I've ever run into, um, they they're not as funny as I like them to be. But the yeah. ones that are funny are hilarious. Like I would pay right. money to see these hilarious. Yeah, yeah I, I'm definitely I'm hot dog these, water. I'm fans of these people. No, no, you're not hot dog. <laughs> you're not hot dog. Water. Definitely hot dog Nobody water. Nobody on this podcast is hot dog water. <laughs> I, if I'm not hot dog water, I'm definitely bong water. Uh, yeah, yeah. Have you heard the thing where people take hot dog water and they make uh, ice cubes out of it and give it to people they don't like? I've seen that. I've seen that. That's terrible. I'm never going to this motherfucker's house ever again. (laughs) You want some ice cubes? You want some ice in that water? Yeah. Just take it with you on the go. Slip it into people's <laughs> drinks like a roofie. It's like, uh, what the fuck is this? That's gross. Um, no, the when that when I got asked that question, I did humor <laughs> the guy, and, and I said that like my opinion of it is if you look at the greatest comedians of all time, like you have Richard Pryor, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, as opposed to George Carlin and maybe Bill Burr now. So I, I said, it's like, I, I think black people are like, have the tools to be much funnier because that's been proven. But I don't think anything's inherent. The, 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 cool, the cool thing about being funny and y'all can, y'all can relate to this. The cool thing about being funny is you can always make light of a situation. Yeah. And I think black people most of the time have had to make light of their situations and be funny and try to be, you know, humorous to, you know, if not make themselves feel better, make other people around them feel better. So it, it's more of like a, the king's just a disease. You know, you just got to make somebody laugh. You got to laugh at something. That's why Dolomite was hilarious because the way he started was, you know, like a barrel fire. And, uh, you know, everybody's standing around telling stories and they added a little rhythm to it. Well, people back then, like, they wanted to, they were kind of tired of, you know, the Flip Wilsons and the, and the, and the, yeah. uh, and, and the, and so it, it was, it was more or less, okay, I like this 
this side of comedy, the dirty side. Right. And when you go to the dirty side of comedy and it's a, it's a white comic, it's normally about fucking his dad or, you know, <laughs> killing his mom or blowing his, you know, putting his cat in the, in the, in the dryer. It's always that type of dark comedy versus black people dark comedy is them talking about stealing cable and, uh, you know, <laughs> and, you know, selling crackheads, you know, bars of soap, you know, cut up bars of soap. It's, it's that dark. <laughs> You know, versus the, you know, fucking my dad dark. Yeah. You, um, I mean, we know a couple people like that, don't we? Yeah, I have jokes about all three of those things. <laughs> <laughs> you do? <laughs> I really, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think I do. I, I have, I have a joke about fucking my mom, but not my dad. Right, right, that's, right I heard that. That's, that's actually pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I've seen this later today. Side note, you know, when you, <laughs> you ever hear, like, people say uh man they talk to a, a like a little boy they say man you look just like your mom mm. you ever hear that yeah yep. in this situation the mom looked like the son i said damn this is, you, you look friendly <laughs> <laughs> just if like it, you, ma'am you look just like your son if they were white trash like the kid's name was probably sunley sunley yeah <laughs> or Rusty. Yeah. Or if they were Asian, then it would be Sun Lee. With the bow. Yeah. Ooh. We can cut that out later. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think uh, between uh, George Carlin and Richard Pryor, those are probably the two most influential comedians like going forward? Because I feel like yeah. Richard Pryor probably yeah. more so because he's the one that that basically just started out going, I'm just going to talk about real shit and be as yeah. dirty as possible, which ever, at the time, like that shit was unheard of. Because like yeah. people before that were getting arrested and, and put in jail for like yeah. you know, saying I'm, fuck in they, public, you know? Yeah, they killed Lenny Bruce because of it. Yeah, like that dude like got sent to jail and like all kind of shit. And then you have Richard Pryor just like fuck it, you know, and just like broke the the mold on everything. It'll give you that confidence to 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 tap into that <laughs> that because trust me, the one thing I know about white comics when it comes to structure and you know like imagination, they're 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 top tier. But the cool thing I like about Pryor, like when he tells a story, like if there's a tree in the story, a tr- he makes the tree come alive. If there's a cat in the story, he makes the cat come alive. He makes the the you know the the wind come alive. Like he makes the cheetah come alive. Like everything in this story, he makes come alive. He paints a picture. And, and and I think that's a that's a small distinction between uh, white and black comics. I guess the uh the the, the storytelling storytelling big yeah. difference. Well, yeah, I gotta say I that a lot of your your bits have worked their way into my regular everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, from it's that, real. It's so real. I'm always saying shit like good, good, good. <laughs> I added something to that joke that's hilarious. Like, you know, I, 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 I you know, because the cool thing about and Jacob, you can, you can relate. 
being um, being easy on the eye. Yeah. Like you can relate to being easy on the eye. If you're easy on the eye and you get on stage and you tell the crowd you had a bad day, guess what the crowd is going to say after that? Oh. Oh. Right. Oh. Right. Right. That's true. Yeah. J- Jason doesn't know, but me and you, <laughs> no, we understand. No, yeah. Untapped territory right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> but when you when you tell them that and they fall for it, they they sympathize with you and you got them right there. So you know me, I'll say, you know, um, you ever have a bad day, so you call one of your friends who you know is doing worse than you in life just to make your situation feel better. Y'all, I'm pretty sure everybody does that. So I, I start off, I say, hey, man, you, did you get that job? <laughs> said, nope. Good. 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 That is good. That is good. You, you should get a face tattoo, man. I think you'll stand out more in the interview. You commit yourself, man. But dude, I'm serious. Like you have this whole bit. Jeremy has this whole bit. Like anybody, if you've never seen Jeremy live, he's got this bit about um, white people who will ask black people to do the things they won't do like in the store <laughs> like telling people to like you know who try to button line be like i'm so glad you said something like the black guy be like yeah. hey man the line's back here like <laughs> i did that for real like in the dollar tree there was a lady who tried to butt in line when the line was really long and it was this old black lady in front of me and i kind of stuck my head around this lady old lady was trying to butt in and I was like, man, I don't know if that lady, I hope that lady ain't trying to butt in line. And that old black lady turned around, she said, hey, line's back here. And I was like, I'm so glad you yeah. said something. Oh, my God. Yes. And I thought of you the whole damn time I did it. I was like, I got to tell Jeremy about this. That's, that's every day, I promise you. White people, like, white people, y'all know. Like black people are crazy. Like y'all already know we're crazy. So if your viewers, if they want something yelled out at work, just whisper it to a black person. That's all you gotta do. I promise you, you gonna you gonna get a reaction. I promise you. If y'all gotta work weekends for the next three or four weeks, just whisper to it. Hey, hey, black people. Oh, we fucking going off. We got Pelicans tickets. We got church revival. Oh, we we gonna get a pink slip. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna snatch snatching the <laughs> schedule off the wall. Let's I can't see, do that. I can't work no damn weekend. See, I work by my I, I work by myself, so I, I need to hire a black guy <laughs> to yell whenever I have to work weekends. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> lower your cholesterol. Get you a black employee that way you can just. <laughs> All the, all the negative shit on to him. He'll, he'll, he'll get a reaction out of somebody. Uh, he'll get a reaction. Jason, you did a bit last night where you did the most spot-on impression I've ever seen. Uh, Jeremy, <laughs> Jason, last night, he did an impression of a sad dildo. Oh. Yeah. And it was so accurate. <laughs> yeah. 
You shut your face. You no, I, I did because it was so sad looking. <laughs> I'm not going to do it here. You got to come see us uh, perform yeah. live if you want to see the impression. Oh, Wait, you're not I'm doing coming. your impression right now? No. <laughs> no. That's not it? No. Oh, damn. My bad. I thought you looked like a sad dildo. <laughs> it's on me, buddy. I'm sorry. You can, you can show dicks on the Zoom meeting? This is a, this is a great room. Yeah. No, anything goes in this Zoom meeting. Oh, Believe yeah. you me. We've had people buy drugs on this program. And I didn't I even edit it out. I love the roll of joint, but I think my boss is watching. So we just gonna uh <laughs> gonna try to be as PC as possible. <laughs> I hope your boss does watch open mic. Speaking of lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> No, my boss not. He's not. My boss is Uh, Jeremy, who is the funniest person you've ever met? Funniest person I've ever met. Mm. Ooh, that's a tough one, man. Because I I've come to the conclusion recently yeah. that that the funniest people I've ever met weren't even comics; they were just regular people. Okay. Regular people, yeah. I, that's what that's what made me that's what, what made me kind of ponder right there, because uh, immediately I thought of you. Oh, and, and I told you that before. Yeah. Uh, he, he has the best hand job. <laughs> the, <laughs> they are very soft. Yeah, They've never done a day soft. of work in their life. Oh no. <laughs> uh, I think um, man, maybe my uncle. He's probably okay. the funniest person I know, man. My uncle is hilarious, man. My uncle, very, very, very funny. And he doesn't try to be, you know, you know, those people just don't try to be funny. Yeah, he's he's got that type of uh, that humor, and it's it's just hilarious. <laughs> he's very funny. I wish I could get him to do stand up, but he always got this little ankle mound on, so he can't like <laughs> leave the house and shit. So, well, you know, he can Zoom. do. Yeah, he can do Zoom shows now. Yeah, but a lot of Uh, times the people that are just unintentionally funny like that, they they're not funny when they like try to do stuff like uh like stand up. Because I've known people that are like really funny, but then they try stand up and just completely bomb. Right. The the and and I think all y'all can vouch when I say this. I love to see that. I love to see a funny motherfucker get on stage and just eat shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just, just bomb. Because before they got on stage, they were, like, really cool, right? They, they were funny. And then they get off stage, it's like, we got to pretend that they're still cool and they're still funny. Like, oh, this is an open mic. Oh, there's nothing more humbling than just bombing. Yeah. Like, yeah. hardcore. Just, just eating it. Hot dogs. Water. <laughs> just, sure. just eating that hot dog. Dude, I water, still baby. have nightmares about that Pensacola gig that me and Jacob went on, and I just ate he shit pe- that night, he, man. He bombed the Pensacola, Jacob. Oh, oh yeah, dude, dude. The last time that uh Friday, last Friday, I was in Pensacola, and I bombed almost as hard. Like I don't think I've ever bombed as hard as Jason, but Good almost as hard as Jason. I was, I, I was, uh, you know, I, the weird thing about this show, and I, I know, I don't know what 
to even think about this, but we were at a bar. It was eight o'clock at night and I was performing in a room where there were children. <laughs> I think you told me, oh, I don't understand why there were children there, but I'm a hundred percent sure that's why I bombed because I, I didn't curb any of my material and I didn't oh, take wow. out the pedophile jokes I had. Oh my God. And I think those kids took it personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, they took it. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, only my jokes. That's the only thing. Hey, that they they took it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but did you have any. Uh... Are you pedophiles watching? Sandusky. <laughs> yeah, but did you have any uh, Florida women like try to tear you down, like right then, or, or was it just the kids? No, it was just literal children, you know. And and it was so weird because like these kids shouldn't even hear my opener, like let alone <laughs> any of the words that are coming out of my mouth. This is a bar, right? Not was it like yeah. a bar or a bar and grill? No, it was a brewery. They served food, but it's a brewery. Right. So children should not be allowed in this building, especially when it's dark. Yeah. That's weird, man. Yeah. That's how I felt it. They bought tickets, so I don't know. That's how I felt at Jack's by the Tracks a few weeks ago. That night that I I saw you there, Jeremy. Uh, I was like, it was before Christmas. And um, I'm I'm sitting there doing, you know, my material, and there's like a, a... the way, like, the restaurant's kind of in the back where you can't really see where all the tables are, and there's, like, a table full of children back there. Like, this family having a birthday party, and we're up there doing a comedy, like, hardcore R-rated comedy show. And then all of a sudden, I'm in the middle of my Pornhub bit, and, like, this family, like, leading a a row of ducklings out out in the middle of the place, and I'm just like... This is the worst, man. <laughs> uh, oh, oh my god, that's one of those easy yeah. moments too. Oh my god, <laughs> the kids oh, are all walking out the I door, and I'm like, "Hey, you, you kids ever, shit. you kids ever hear a porn hub?" <laughs> like the dad's looking at, you, like holding the door, looking at me, like giving me the stink oh, eye. I'm like, god. "Yeah, uh, um, yeah." That's what happens when you bring <laughs> children to a bar at like eight eight thirty at night. Yeah, it's not it, every time. Every time somebody like answers their phone, like during one of my sets, I just immediately go into the dick sucking contest uh, routine. <laughs> <laughs> immediately. <laughs> All right, right now we're getting ready to have the dick sucking contest. Coming to the stage right now, getting ready to suck some dick. They know we have to get off the phone. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I never thought of doing that. Yeah. yeah. Or just like pretend you're the DJ at a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> calling all swallows, calling all swallows. Get ready to go your way to the top. We have a dick sucking contest right now. <laughs> We're trying to put it on mute. Nah, don't put it on mute, bitch. Get off the phone. You're at a comedy show. Yeah. I think uh, anytime someone's phone rings, when I'm doing a set, I always try to answer it for them. And they never let me. But one time I got a phone call during a set. I forgot to turn my phone off. 
and it was Ooh. a telemarketer. And I just, we just fucked with the telemarketer while I was on stage. And I was like getting suggestions of what to say to this telemarketer. That's pretty good. That's genius. Well, it was just a, an amazing opportunity. Right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love, I love telemarketers, man. Help, Medicaid, your car's warranty, uh, credit card. Right. Um, I, I mess with them all, man. Yeah, this one was for timeshares. And, oh, and it, was, it was like this Asian lady who like, barely spoke English. Yeah. The way you looked, it looked like someone just got in your car and I was scared. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a... This is a I'm at a Sonic right now. Look at this shit. I'm at a Sonic. We got white people out here walking the dog oh. ordering slushies. Oh, what are you going to get from Sonic? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Jacob. Um, I would say popcorn chicken, but like I said, it's it's, it's February. There's no 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 eating of the chicken. Get the foot long coney, man, dude. Get the foot long coney. It's awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. Hey, do me a favor and go ahead and order your food. You want to hear my order? Yeah, yeah. Let's do this. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. See what they want. Let's see what they come up with. Look at that patty melt. Ooh, patty melt. Ooh, patty melt sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. With the tots. It really does. Oh, yeah. I, I, I told myself um, a couple of years ago, never, never, get, never get fries from Sonic. I always get the tots. Uh... One moment, please. <laughs> you see how I turn on King's English? I turn on the King's, King's English immediately. Yeah. This is America's drive through I want some, I want a Freedom Burrito. <laughs> I, I want an LGBTQ salad. With all the fixings. <laughs> and I think I'm, I might get that. Uh... Hey, that Coney doesn't sound bad. Tell me you want a 20 ounce center, tenderloin. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll take the hedgehog. <clears throat> Personalized add in, not add on, add in. Oh. Yep. I never heard anybody go to Sonic. <laughs> Press the button. Press the button. Say one moment. That's, like a, that's such a power move. You had all the time in the world to order. You've been sitting there for 45 minutes now. <laughs> I came for the lighting. Uh, uh, now please have a number seven. They told me to hang on. <laughs> <laughs> they got you back! Hang on, sir. She's in there like, fuck this dude. <laughs> I'm going to make him wait. Five. Number seven, please.
Nobody's skating. What do you call the people that skate? Um. Uh, oh, the car hops. Okay. There's no car hops out here. Yeah. I was going to ask if they had the uh, the skates on. Oh, they just got the, the Velcro sketches. <laughs> <laughs> they got the wheelies. <laughs> the slip resistance. Dude, do they still sell wheelies? Yeah. Kids at my workout some. Hey, I please have a number seven. Pots, please. Uh, you get an ocean water. <laughs> That'll be all. Eight <laughs> Let me get that ocean water. Throw a little. <laughs> throw a little jack in there. <laughs> throw a little tequila up in there. I love the way that you made eye contact with us when you ordered the ocean water. <laughs> uh, this, this is another open micers first. Someone ordering their food at a drive-thru. Dude, we're on. first Hell for yeah. everything. I think this is the first uh, fast food order ever on a podcast. So uh, We've broken records here on the show. Yeah, we yeah. solved police want, brutality. I want, I want all your viewers to know that we're, we're really, really reaching tonight. We're, like Jacob said, we're trying to no police brutality, right? Uh, no bringing your kids to bars. Yes. Under no circumstances. <clears throat> and of course, your female viewers, no more sad dildos. Hashtag no more sad dildos. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Put Stop smiley faces your, on them. Stop putting your dildo in the dishwasher. <laughs> That is, not, that is not what that is, that is not right. Making so, it sad. That's why my bowls taste funny. <laughs> I could have swore I ordered the chicken. <laughs> tastes like shrimp. Uh, what's um? What's your bellhop's name? Your car hop's name? Is the name up yet? Um, it doesn't say. Um. It'll say whenever it pops up and says, Shirley is on her way to your, your vehicle now. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Shirley sounds um, <laughs> typical. I might tip Shirley. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma's name is Shirley. How, here, here's the question. How much do you usually tip your, uh, your Sonic belt, uh, car hops? $2? Jacob, you don't give them anything? Nope. Don't give Not them a nothing. damn thing. Why? Not even change? Like a little... No, because it's fast food and it's not even good fast food, dude. Fuck them. I don't tip at I don't tip at Taco Bell either. They have a fucking tip bucket out. They're not getting shit. <laughs> they got a tip bucket at Taco Bell. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm That's not tipping at Taco Bell, but I've never heard in my life. Yeah, but at Sonic, you don't even have to get out of your car. Like you just pull up and they skate the shit out to you. At least throw them a buck or two, man. Yeah. Nah. You gotta I'm only gonna tip if I'm being <laughs> waited on. I'm not gonna tip you for skating out to me. That's part of your job. I'll I'll tip you if you have to get me six diet cokes. I love I love, <laughs> I love how white people are, are so good at telling people what their job is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do some you gotta come up with some bits like that. 
that's that's for you you gotta come up with some bits like that <laughs> about how good i am at telling people what their jobs are yeah look just do your fucking job <laughs> i saw your application when you hired in you're not supposed to do x y and z this is out of your authoritation it's obvious that it's obvious that Jacob has never worked a job that requ- that uh, relies on tips. Right. No, not one that relies on tips. No, uh, I did when I was in fast food. Some uh, some guy tipped me twenty bucks one time, and, and I just kept it. I didn't pull the tips. I just kept the twenty bucks. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! The I, old Van Cleef pool. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> I, I, that's a, that's such a shit way to do things is to pull tips. Like you didn't earn my tips. I earned my tips. Oh yeah, I've never done that before. I've never had to pull tips with anyone. Like my yeah. shit's mine. Uh, right. Cool, uh, I, I see something the other day where some girl got tipped like some crazy amount of money. You remember reading that? Yeah. And didn't want to split it, so they fired her. Yeah. Well, actually, the people Damn. that tipped her had actually called the day before because they were going to tip her like ten grand or something like that. Because she yeah. was like, I, I don't know what the story was, but they were going to tip her yeah, like a know, huge yeah. t- uh, amount. And they called the day before to make sure that they didn't have to pull tips. And they told them no. So when they came in and, and left that tip, the, the manager was like, well, we got to pull this because he was getting a cut too. And then yeah. they, she was like, yeah. no, this is my money. And they ended up firing her. And then those people were like, yeah, this ain't for you. This is for her. Like, we called you today beforehand. And I think he ended up getting fired. I'm not sure. Jacob was there to tell that guy that that's not your job, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your job, dude. Uh, when I was uh, working fast food and, and we had to pull our tips, any tips that I would get, I would keep. And then I would just be like, sorry, guys, I didn't get any tips. And then I would take the tips from the pool. <laughs> That's why I always tip in cash. I don't tip on cards because I always try to keep money on me to tip in cash because first off, they don't get, they, they don't have to claim it. And then if they do pull it, they can just hide it and they don't have to share it. Right. That's exactly what I did. I was like, I earned this. Like I do everything around. That's my job. Yeah. Just do everything. (laughs) When the tip bucket comes around at the open mic, man, you should see these people's eyes. Like you, should, especially on a night where everybody's bombing, man. That, yeah. that one guy reaching into his back pocket, he's just shaking his head like, like tipping that that stripper that just got off like house arrest or something, <laughs> like going into his back pocket. Yeah. Oh, my, my conscience is telling me to do this. I can't believe this shit. There's actually a lot similar between stripping and comedy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> I do want this server to. Oh, nice! Ask Hi, welcome to is. the Open Micros Podcast. Tell her she's live on uh, on Twitch. Live on a podcast, by the way. Sorry about that. Uh, so I'm with That's it. I got an extra bag for, for my pack. Look at this. Ness, ask for her name. Ness. Ask for her name. Tilly. Tilly. Mm-hmm. That's cool. How you spell it? T i l l y. T i l l y. That's cool. Tilly. Shout Tilly. out to Tilly. To Tilly. <laughs> We're gonna make T-shirts of that now. <laughs> Tilly. There you go. 
supposed to be eleven eighty four. I gave you the extra penny. That's fine. Here you go. Thank you. Y'all have a beautiful night. You too. You. you too. Bye. <laughs> Should have told out her for Tilly boys. Should have told her Fix she was the very first car hop ever on a podcast. Oh, she had all yeah. her teeth. She had all her teeth. Tilly's <laughs> a nice lady, man. She had like a little. She had a little list, though. Yeah. Tilly. Well, let's give it up for Tilly, everybody. Give it up for Tilly. Give her a hand. That's, that's, that's going to be a running joke, at least for the next few episodes. Is I'm going to end it with just shout out to Tim. All right, fellas, we're, we're getting down to the wire. We got like five minutes left. So, Jeremy, it was so lovely having you on the show tonight, man. And I'm, I mean, I enjoyed you guys, man. You guys, what you're doing is so awesome. I'm not just saying that because y'all had me on, as a guest, but I watch all your episodes. Every, every episode is hilarious. People need to tune in more. Y'all need to tune in more. These guys are great. Um, yeah. I appreciate you for having me. Well, tell everybody uh, where they can find you uh, and, and if you got any shows coming up. I'll be at the High Ho Wild in New Orleans on St. Cloud Avenue. Bring your taser and your mace. Uh, they might <laughs> rob you. But it's a very, very nice place. They have great food. Uh, DC Paul is going to be hosting. Uh, it's a great show. Um, that's Sunday at 8. Sunday at eight, and I think this Saturday I'm gonna do an open mic in. Um, I think I'm gonna get out of here and go to Mobile, do an open mic in Mobile, man. Just find me one. Awesome. Well, it's only just stumble upon one. What about yeah, you, Jacob? Man. Tell everybody where you're moving to. Yes, I will no longer be hosting at the Duke Joint, but what I will be doing is hosting a brand new show Monday nights in uh, downtown Biloxi at Temptations on Howard Avenue. We're going to have the comedy open mic, and then afterwards, we are going to have game tournaments. And this week's game tournament is going to be the game of Clue. So if you come and win the game of Clue, you're going to win money. Yeah. Sounds good. Awesome. That's that's what I got going on. And also, this Monday night is the first night at Temptations with uh, headliner Wally Phelps. So head out to, uh, what is it, like uh, 45 Howard Avenue or something like that? It's on Howard yeah, Avenue some shit. in Biloxi. Howard and Avenue, ladies and gentlemen. Howard Avenue. Howard Avenue in Biloxi, where the old Kraken used to be. It's right across, almost across the street from the Catholic Church, the big-ass yeah. Catholic Church there on Howard Avenue. And uh, thank you, Jeremy, for hanging out with us. And I'm going to play our music here. If you'd like to email us, email us at openmicerspodcast at gmail.com. At Open Micers on Twitter and Instagram, Open Micers Podcast on Facebook, and head over to openmicers.com. Takes you straight to our Patreon. Man, that hot dog looks good. <laughs> it's oh, on the screen right I now. Uh, chili, chili dog. Oh <laughs> All right. Good, good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Shout out to Tilly.